Good day, everyone. Welcome to the Digital Collective. I'm your host, James Hicks from Hicks New Media. And you know, on this show, we focus on the people, the platforms, and the tools that are making positive strides within the technology sector. My guest today, Mr. Roy Richardson, known online adorably as the tech troublemaker. I love the, love the, the nickname. Roy's been enterprise technology for a long, long time. We were talking behind the scenes. We've run, I'm sure we've crossed paths somewhere in, in our journey. He's had everything from taking systems apart, putting them back together, writing code, uh, pulling cables and data centers, do, doing all the things, right? He's an educator. He's also an author. And like me, look, he's a self-proclaimed geek for Apple and for Apple. I mean, for Apple and Google. I had my Google shirt on today. I should have kept it on, but I decided to wear another shirt, but we'll, we'll get into that later. Listen, when it comes to creating content across his various channels, you can easily find him doing tutorials, how-tos, and informational sessions for folks who are also looking to level up their systems, productions, and overall reach. Today, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about smart homes, smart home studios. We're going to talk about some of the tools, techniques, best practices. I'm going to pick his brain. I've got my notepad. If you got questions, this is the guy to ask. After the break, it's going to be Roy. for a Vic 20 on eBay right now. When during the break, I was looking <laughs> I want to go back yeah, to the glory to days of when you and I were coding basic on a Vic 20. How are you, man? I it's, I am doing great. Yeah, I had to I was literally taking the code from the back of the book that came in the owner's manual and was trying to figure out how could I do something different with it than I actually did a a school project where I wrote a song yeah. using the peaks and pokes, you know, you had to do that and you had yeah, to yeah. go to yeah, yeah, program yeah. to play the sound. So I turned that into my teacher as my assignment. I got an A for that. She's like, can I use this? I said, do you have a Vic 20? She's like, no. Well, so would I even hear my song? I got an A on the project. So I love it. I love it. That, that's how far we go back. And again, we're, we're not old. We're, we're just seasoned. We've, we've been around the block twice, three or four times. It doesn't matter. But you know, that goes without saying that that's just having history, having insight, having knowledge is, is a good thing for my community who may not know you. And some of them may also know you. Listen, we're using some fantastic technology today where we're actually multi streaming on not just my channels, but your channels. So shout out to Restream and Restream Pairs for that capability. If you don't mind giving a little bit of your origin story. Right. I, I gave kind of that 10,000 foot elevator pitch. And, and listen, I know that. So I, I there's so much I know. Let's boil yeah. it down into the context more again of content creation. So like when you started yeah. creating content, why you create content about the topics that you do, uh, if you don't mind just going kind of into that. Oh, yeah. So I teach part time. So my, my day job, I'm a full time IT professional. Um. I had some student loans, you know, I went to grad school and that type of thing. And uh, I always wanted to teach. So I teach part-time uh, at a local college and a local technical college. 
And so, you know, for a while there, there was no place to post videos. Students would ask me a question and I'd say, hmm, you know, I could do a video about that and I'll post it on YouTube and then you can look at that. I don't have to repeat myself and over and again, and then you can watch it. And then if you have questions, you know, I'll expand upon that in class. And so originally I started YouTube content creation, not to start a channel per se, but I just need to store some videos somewhere um, because at the time, the schools I'm teaching at did not have the technology in place to really host videos and that type of thing. So that's where it started. And then last year I did a Lita challenge, which is live every day in April um, and got excited about live streaming. I had bought Ecamm. Uh, I'm an OG for Ecamm. Okay. Um, listen at him. Okay. It for a Do, long doing time. the pitch for Ecamm. <laughs> oh, I know. Well, Ecamm is my favorite software for live streaming, but there, there's definitely OBS and so many others. And if you're on a PC, probably vMix is the way to go. But yeah. And then Restream rocks as well. Um, but I was an OG for Ecamm. So I you know, pay one price and I owned it. And then later they added some functionality. Say, yeah, for just a little bit more, we'll you know, subscribe and we'll give you the functionality to do interviews and that type of thing. And so it just started there. My goal is to, you know, basically share my knowledge about a lot of things. And then there's some things where I've spent hours and hours and hours, or I've spent money taking training classes to learn different things. Mm. And I'm just very much about sharing my knowledge. If I learn something, sometimes I think um, I'm leading, I'm the beggar that knows where the bread is to tell the next beggar how to find it. And, and so that's my goal is to, Anything I learned to share it and, and to give it to anybody that wants it. This man said he is the beggar who knows where the bread. That's that's going to be the clip right there that I'm going to use for this whole thing. I, come on now, y'all y'all didn't know it that uh, tech troublemaker Roy was going to come with that kind of knowledge. See everybody coming in the comments. Appreciate you all being here. Listen, Richard, see you, Doctor Strong in the building, Anna and Big Red and, and Jim. We see it too. Um, Let's go ahead and get into it, though, man. That that that's uh, some good stuff. Let, let's talk about content yeah. creation. Let's talk about setting up our environments. Um, talk about smart home, smart studio, right? A lot, a lot of oh, times yeah. when when we have the conversation with with folks, either our peers or our contemporaries or family, whatever, and they say, "I want to do a smart home." Okay, that's cool, yeah. right? I mean, that, again, see, see your reaction right there is kind of the same reaction that that I think a lot of us in technology get as well. Man, that, that's such an open-ended statement. Uh, it is. So let me, you know, I'm, I'm I'm going to let you lead the discussion. I'm I'm just going to put that out okay. there. I'm going to let that marinate, and I'm I'm going to let you say, okay, Roy, I want to start. I want a smart home. Uh, I do content creation. I want my environment to be smart. Where do you start having the conversation with folks that are interested in that? Well. You know, it's funny enough, uh, you know, it was a few years back, there was a video of Bill Gates' house and how he had turned his home into a smart home. And he had all these gadgets and he literally had to pull this panel down and, and push a button. And then all these things happen. And this was before uh, voice-enabled devices really came into being. Yeah. But, you know, to, to get started with a smart home, you need either an Alexa device or a Google Nest Mini. That's, that's all you need to start there. So smart. Then, oh, let me make sure. Okay, then, I did turn off all of my smart assistants in, in, in the office here because you're yeah, going to start dropping yeah. names, and I, I don't want oh, yeah, Siri they'll, they'll or, or Alexa to just wake I'm up. So, okay, the, the, the one that starts with a G hasn't jumped in the conversation yeah, yet. But yeah. then, um, you know, you get a, a Belkin or a TP-Link smart outlet, um, a smart plug, 
and you put it in the wall and you put it right beside you in the living room and you plug your lamp right there beside the couch and you plug it in and then you go in, you name that device something in the software for, you know, TP-Link or Belkin or whatever brand you're using. And then you get into the Alexa app and you go in and tell it the, how to find it. Uh, you add it as a routine uh, to be able to turn that device on. And then, then you say, you know, Alexa, turn on lamp. And that's how the addiction starts. There, right that's there. what I wanted to hear. It, literally right there, right? Because so let me, let me backtrack. It, it sounds, you know, when you lay it out like that, and, you know, I made the joke before we went on, I'm going to pull out the whiteboard here and actually do a, a, a demonstration. There's a lot of intricate steps that are required to get it done. Right. And to the layman, yes. to someone probably getting not within technology that can, you know, buying a, a what Belkin TP, what you know, buying yeah. that stuff, connecting that stuff, knowing the SSID, knowing that you don't want your SSID broadcast, doing all of the behind the scenes administrative piece. Oh, yeah. But then when you start plugging stuff in and you start uh, seeing the capabilities and the functionality, that's when literally and figuratively the light switch goes off for people. And they're like, oh, man. Yes. I can ha I can go to Best Buy and get these hue lights, and I can have them green and red and yellow and doing this. I can have these light bulbs turn on and off or these switches. That, like you say, that that's when you kind of open up the floodgates. H how do you tell folks kind of maybe put the brakes on and, and try to be more more conscious about their activities when it comes to designing a smart? Because again, you, you can go broke. Listen, these oh, lights are cheap, right? Yeah, so, and uh, I and you know, for example, you know, I was talking to you. You know, I have TP-Link light switches all over the house. So I literally can tell Alexa or that thing that starts with a G, um, the Nest device to power on all the lights in the house with just one command. I can like turn the whole house on. I can, because um, I've, every room has a smart device in it. And the crazy thing, I started off with a Google Mini and then I went and, um, well, actually, Google sent me a free one. I, I have a very long relationship with with Google. They have sent me free yeah, let's stuff. Let's talk about that. Hold on. Who, who do I need to get in contact with? That? Well, I, I don't know. It originally, <laughs> they well, I bought a a Google Mini search appliance. That's probably was the start. And they gave me a T shirt with that. Okay. Um, and and then um, one day a friend of mine called me says, "Hey, you're getting one of the CR." 48s and of course you don't know that was the first gen uh, chrome uh chromebook and so uh they gave away sixty thousand to like you know in influencers and the press and i'm like well wait well you saw me on twitter he says yeah they're announcing who got them on twitter and he's like i saw your name and you're the only one that has that name that i know and then <laughs> 10 minutes later the doorbell rings and ups is here with with the chromebook i'm like okay this is, is cool. getting creepy that is cool. um you know, so I've been a Google fan for a long time and they have sent me, so they sent me a Google mini and that kind of started that. Um, and I bought an Alexa device. It came with something else I bought, but the thing I'm finding is that the Google mini is great for, you know, very direct commands, but Google doesn't have a lot of personality. Unfortunately, That's the true. Alexa device has a lot more personality. And is more forgiving when you say the wrong command is, Oh, did you mean so-and-so, you know, I, I find that's, uh, you know, much easier, but if you're just starting out, I would say get an Alexa device. Now the downside here for any of this is you have to worry about your privacy. Yes. Talk about that. You know, you're like, Hmm, 
You know, so for example, don't put smart devices in your bathroom or your bedroom. Just going to tell you that. I just don't think it should be there. But <laughs> and, um, and, and why? And, and, and I, why? I know why. But again, I, I never like to assume, especially when, when we're talking about technology be, topics. Because, because regardless of, of what the documentation says, the device is always listening. There it is. And yeah. but it's listening supposedly for the trigger words. Mm -hmm. So Alexa's listening for you to say Alexa. Now, in my house, because my daughter's name is very similar to Alexa, I had to rename and use one of the other trigger words. So um, Ziggy is the one I'm using right now because Jeff Bezos went up in space. So he made that one of the, the, the possible. You can do <laughs> Echo, you can do Alexa, you can do Ziggy, or you can do computer. Uh, my my four-year-old. There, there it is. Up and in. Um, my daughter at four years old couldn't say computer either, so I couldn't use computers. I thought, that's cool, Star Trek, but that didn't work. So I finally, I've, I've named this one beside me Ziggy. And so you start with that one device, and then you get some smart device in control. And then with your mobile phone, you load the Alexa app, and you program the Alexa device. And then after you add that first device, whatever it may be, uh, Belkin has, so the crazy thing gets a little complicated is that if you buy devices from multiple companies, you unfortunately have to download their app. True. True program. So I have to go get the Casa app for all the TP link devices. I have to go get the Belkin app for all the Belkin devices. I have to get the, the APC app for all the APC devices. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then if you buy the cheapest devices on Amazon, you're going to get a lot of crazy named devices because they're made by uh, different, you know, Taiwan or China True. or Korea. And so their company names are going to be interesting. And so like, what's Juvie? I, it's a Juvie <laughs> app I've got on there. So it goes by the protocol. So let, hold on. I, I want to go somewhere because you're, you're going sure. down a path and, and I want to make sure that we're, we're not well, steer me back. Yeah. I'm going to bring you back in just a little bit. And, and I see Victor in, in, in the comments right there and he knows about this as well. So shouts out to Victor, shouts out to, to Sammy, uh, everyone joining in Donna, we see you as well. Um, Siri, Alexa, Google assistant, Three name brands, everybody knows. I'm going to say, you, and I always say, you get what you pay for, right? Okay. So know that you're going, know the brand that you're using and know the, the brand of the infrastructure that's running your household, right? Feels from a smart home perspective. There's a lot, right. there, there are other brand manufacturers out there, a ton of OEMs out there, a uh, ton of other companies that are starting up, but tried and true, the ones that have already been in the game who kind of already have that, that, uh, not customer retention, but that, that respect of, of the everyday consumer right. start there, right. As, as opposed to going out yes. and trying to get one of the newer brands, yeah, the bells and whistles maybe with some of the newer companies, but you have a yeah. Google or a Apple phone. So you know about the Google assistant, you know about the iOS yes. environment. Amazon doesn't have a phone, but again, you shop on Amazon. I'm talking to everybody out here. You shop on Amazon prime every single day. I do. Yes. Um, so you, you know that company, you know that infrastructure. Oh, yeah. One, one other thing before I move on, that security piece, I don't want to gloss over that as well. These devices, even though they say they're not listening, even though there are flags that you can set to tell it not to actively listen and not to actively send that information to the cloud, 75% of the time, I don't know what percentage is, but a high percentage, it's still listening and there is still 
somewhere in the in the EULA, the end user license agreement, somewhere in the environment where you decide, I use the word that see only only Roy would know right there, technology folks. Yes. Somewhere in the acknowledgement of you buying and using these particular devices, there are settings to whereas you are by default opting in to allow Google, Amazon, and Apple to hear you and know what you're doing to try to train those infrastructure and try to train those products to be better. Kind of makes sense, right? But again, you don't want these things in your room. You don't want these things in the bathroom. There are certain places that you don't want them and you want to opt out of a lot of, a lot of that automation needs to be turned off as opposed to these systems trying to do every single thing for you. You still want to have some control over this. I I wanted to hit that before we got over that, because that was something that, you know, is really critical and really important for folks. Again, not in the technology field. Yeah. And who don't know about that kind of thing. So I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah. And I was going to say, if you have one of those devices in your house, they're going to pick up occasionally on something you said that sounded like their trigger word. But the crazy thing is like, I have no idea how that, you know, I said, whatever word I just said sounded like Alexa. I have no idea. How's that even possible? So it'll pop up and it will randomly answer a question you didn't ask. Oh, you want to know about so-and-so? Like, I didn't ask you anything. So yeah. yes, if you want to know if your privacy is being invaded, yes, it is. Um, there have been documented cases where police warrants have been you know, True. put against Amazon to basically give the information out. Amazon says when the trigger word happens, um, it kind of picks up a few seconds before and a few seconds after before it shuts down after it does that communication. Um, you know, for example, if you've been on a, if you ever have an iPhone and you take a picture, have that live, live photo option, how yeah. it takes just a few seconds before and a few seconds after before you take a picture. Think of that happening with audio with those smart devices. They are always listening. And then they're going to record when you do say the trigger word, they're going to take the last few seconds before you said the trigger word and a few seconds after it com- completes the operation to keep up with that. And so police have gotten warrants in order to get that information for, you know, whether it be a murder or theft or something like that. So it is something you have to set your boundaries. You have yeah. to decide what level of privacy you're willing to give up for the convenience. Yeah. Well, look, you think about it, I've got ring devices as well, right? So I've, I got yeah. a ring uh, doorbell and part of the whole ring ecosystem, again, to try to be more uh, understanding and try to be more functional for the owner is allowing what we used to call war driving, essentially allowing yes. people around you to have access to your internet connection. Wait a minute, what? Yes. <laughs> and it's turned on by default. It's so that, again, if the police need something, if right. um, the Amazon driver coming up has access to go into your garage, that they have a, a decent Wi-Fi signal. So these ring devices talk to themselves within your block by default. Right. So you, you got to opt out of that. This is this is yeah. it's, it's not the, scary the stuff, but it's stuff to be too. cognizant of. Right. So, again, it, it's yeah. trying to make us. Sufficient, trying to trying to make us have a, a nice uh, autonomy with with these automated devices and all, but you just have to right. know what you're opting into. I I, I keep looking at this comment. I, I keep laughing at it. What Donna was saying. Look, you could drop in on your on your devices when you're not home. If your child doesn't answer their phone, you could drop in on them. Listen, <laughs> Donna's probably got you probably got cameras 
focused on the front door, inside and outside, and at the kitchen. That's yeah. where I would have it. I would have it at the at the refrigerator because I got I've got teenagers as well. <laughs> no, that, I, that, that that's would a be good embarrassing right for there. me. I go to the refrigerator too often. <laughs> I do have a point at the back door though. Um, but yeah, we have a lot of cameras in our house. We use both uh, Nest. We have a Nest doorbell. Um, we have uh, Blink cameras all over the house. So Blink yeah. uh, from Amazon bought Blink. So Blink's part of the Amazon ecosystem. Um, you were talking about that low level frequency that uses part of your internet bandwidth on the ring. Uh, the Amazon echo devices have that as well. Uh, they call it sidewalk. That's what it is. Sidewalk. Correct. Yeah. yeah. It's called sidewalk. Um, it uses a small portion of your internet bandwidth in order to allow devices to communicate with others in your neighborhood. The original hyped, uh, thing is Amazon and tile. So, Everybody's gotten all the air tags from wow, Apple. Wow, you said Apple tile. I don't came that's out to a, okay, with the, uh, the, tile, the tile sensors. Yeah. And so Amazon and tile hooked up to try to figure out a way to make it where tile was still a viable device. So it's supposed to use that frequency to help you find lost devices. So your Echo devices talk to the Echo devices over that frequency. And as soon as I heard about it, I'm like, oh, off. You know, yes. Turn that off. That's off right now. Get in the Alexa app and turn that sidewalk off. So Turn that off. Listen, um, I, I, I think we may have a um, side consulting offering for you, right? So, so right now, you, you just you know talked about five or six services that you could provide folks just in, in uh, smart home knowledge and a smart home tutorial. So ne- next time you do a, a, a vlog every day in either <laughs> April or August, whatever, yeah. that whole month, just, just do a whole session on smart home design and telling I'll folks need to know that for August. what they should and um, what they should not do. But- um, but the cool thing that I like about the convenient things is like, I can do a broadcast in my house and say yeah. supper's ready. And then the kids run downstairs and we eat supper. Um, you know, convenient things like that, or, uh, you will come down and take the trash out right now or take the recycle out right now. So I can yell that up on the broadcast or, um, and it's funny. I'll say, you know, Alexa dinner's, uh, broadcast supper's ready and it'll ring a little dinner bell sound. And then broadcast supper's ready using your voice um you know those are convenient things i can use it to unlock my front door yeah. my front door is also smart um you know it a little crazy i have a you know i have a the nest uh, mini hub um so we can constantly view our nest doorbell through that so we'll say google show front door and so constantly we're able to monitor front door. I don't know why we're literally sitting on the couch and the front door's <laughs> behind us, but we're constantly able to well, look and see. Well, if it's the DoorDash person or, you know, if it's the pizza yeah, that's being delivered, that's, that, true. that's when everyone um, gets up. But you know, you're know, you not getting up if it if it's someone just, you know, passing out flyers for landscaping services. That's just what then, I did today. I'm sorry. Uh, so hopefully yeah. I didn't offend any landscape. I, I didn't uh, get up when the landscaping guy. All right. There we go. See, squirrel. Let me, I digress. Oh, I know. And I was um, going to say, they also have facial recognition. So if you go in and tag who the people are, it will tell you, hey, you know, so-and-so's at the front door. Yeah. And then, yeah. So anyway, but yes, squirrel, uh, <laughs> back to you, sir. Well, th- this is all relevant information, though, because again, and we can hone it back to and bring it back into the content creation ecosystem. I want to ha- answer this one question before we go into that, because uh, Mr. Worthy was asking, which one do we like the best, right? Of the Google side, uh, the Apple side, the Amazon side. 
I, I keep looking over here because I'm looking at each one of them literally right, 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 right over one here. Day, so I, I don't day, have a favorite child over there. Yeah. <laughs> the lights. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, so I'll, I'll, I'll start. Um, it all, I think depends on the, the majority of the infrastructure in, in your working world. So primarily your mobile device, right? If you're an Android person, you're probably going to lean more towards Amazon and towards Google. Obviously, if you're an iOS person and you are deep in the, in the, uh, Apple ecosystem series getting better. She's not as smart as Amazon. Am Amazon is probably the most skilled and customizable. Google is probably, in, in my opinion, the most advanced though, right? Because listen, Google it runs the planet. It does. Amazon is definitely more focused on the consumer because I can order my off of my Amazon Live, uh, subscribe and buy stuff. And I could just tell the device, hey, we, we ran out of whatever laundry detergent and it'll be here in a day and a half, that kind of thing. I still really only use my Siri devices for, for music. And did she just wake up? Oh no, she did. I just use her for music and for looking at my calendar and, and setting off the, uh, the Apple TV. So kind of in, in that order, I think it depends for me on my mobile devices and my ecosystem. Amazon is king. Uh, and then I'll say Siri, but when it comes to overall, if I can't find it there, Google really, again, it, you're not going to go, go wrong with having. Yeah. Steve, buy all three. Just, you, you've got all kind of money. Steve worthy, buy all three. Yeah, I'll, yes, I'll send you some uh, affiliate yeah. links in, in, in about an hour, brother. Yes. <laughs> what, um, what, what about you, Roy? So, yeah, it's, that's, that's the order for me, too. I, I was really hoping, originally, I was going to be exclusively Google um, yeah. until a couple of years ago. I, I've been an Android person since whenever the, the Verizon Droid came out. Whenever the first Motorola Droid came out, I've been an Android person since then. Okay. Um, well. And so I've been a Google fanboy forever. Of course, I've been a Mac fanboy for a long, I mean, an Apple fanboy for a long time too. So it's kind of a, a weird kind of dichotomy. Um, I joke, I, in a, day, a given day, I, I might touch four different operating systems, you know, four or five different operating systems, whether it's a Chrome OS, some flavor of Linux or Unix, Windows, Mac OS, um, I guess iOS technically. But yeah, I tried with Google, but Google just wasn't user friendly mm -hmm. and i needed something everybody in the family could easily use um my wife's in technology so she could handle it but you know hey i don't want to torture the kids um so i went i got an amazon device for free with something and then we found out it was just so much easier to use the amazon device so amazon is king in our house google's here and google google's the best for kitchen timers when Thanksgiving comes, <laughs> that is the best device to manage the five or six timers you need at Thanksgiving. So that's my my bonus tip there. There it is right there, folks. You're only going to get that right here on the Digital Collective. Tech Troublemaker is telling you if when, when, the, when the turkey needs to be right. Yes. Don't mess around. Don't mess around. I, I see Richard's got the Connect 4. Yeah, that's, you know, he's controlling all of his other stuff, his TVs and his speakers with that. But look, when the turkey has to be right, yes, you, you got to go get to Google. Um, Apple messed up and missed an opportunity. Yeah. Siri yeah. was first. It could have done so many things, but it took so long before HomeKit devices were out there. Mm -hmm. It was so cheap to get into the Amazon or the Google world with any smart device that everybody went that direction. 
And then for a while there, you had to have the, the Zig, the Zigbee hubs, or you had to have the Phillips, um, the Phillips hubs and that type of thing. And that was just a hard pattern for entry. It just cost too much to join into that. Yeah. And now finally there are home kit devices. And I think from a privacy standpoint, if you can afford a home speaker, you could do you could do Siri in your house and it would yeah. work very well. And you could do home kit devices. There's enough out there now. Um, Eco has a smart th- thermostat that the Ecobee yes. smart thermostat does work with home kit. Um, it was the first one that I'm aware of. I think uh, there were some others, but you could do HomeKit, and Apple does respect your privacy better than the others. Not perfect. They're still listening to you all the time, mm-hmm. but I feel like Apple does a better job of respecting our privacy. So if I started over again now, I might try to go the HomeKit route and be exclusively Siri. But it, the cost to, to get into it, you got to go Google or Amazon. That is the cheapest way to go. There's so many devices out there to support it. So that's where I'm at. That's true. And I think one, one thing that is probably a deterrent, not I don't want to say a deterrent, but the fact that we are can be early adopters and we can yeah. be kind of on the bleeding edge, we see and we saw a lot of those issues with these platforms, right? We, we saw when Apple Maps was, was trash, <laughs> right? <laughs> we, and, and we see it now getting better. We, we saw when HomeKit yes. was just... Nobody had, and Apple didn't even have HomeKit devices. Um, but now, even in a relatively short period of time, we're starting to see kind of a blurring of those protocols and a blurring of the, the yes. integration and the ability. Like you said, you know, I've got two Ecobee thermostats in the house right now, and they're connected to my iPhone. They're connected to my Alexas. They're, so a lot of that stuff is happening to where they work together. Right. Bringing it back a little bit to... So we talked kind of about, about the whole home for, for the most part. And we talked about smart right. locks. We talked about smart doorbells and, and, and food timers and stuff like that. It's a good one. I remember that for November. Um, yeah. In your room right now, right? In, in your studio, in, in your broadcast area, what kind of lighting are you using uh, in terms of protocols? What type of switching are you using? I know I'm sure you can talk to something and tell yes. the lights to do something. Uh, so I, I, I love to talk about that and what you would recommend for someone just starting and wanting to have some of that right. automation again. So you know, that everyone has their run of show from a content creation perspective, but that checklist sure. of what we do ahead of time, how do we make sure these lights all come on? How do we make sure that the AC comes on? You know, that type of stuff. What do you yeah. have in your particular studio? Boy? Um, so in my studio, I have a Google device and two Alexa devices uh, in the same room. And um, so very, very, very accessible to me at all times. In fact, they join in conversations all day long for me. But uh, for example, I have two uh, two lights right in front of me. I have those on an APC smart UPS that I can control with either Google or Alexa. And so I will say, hey, Ziggy, turn on Roy's desk and it will turn on my lights. Um, I have more LEDs behind me. I can turn those off and on. Um, also I have the Google device so I can set the air. I can tell the Nest thermostat to turn on the air to a certain temperature for me. Um, and luckily for content creators though, there's a lot of things that are now Bluetooth. So the, these lights are also accessible via Bluetooth. So is, um, like my LED device back here is a Bluetooth device. So, you know, the entry to automation to be able to, from your desk and not have to run back behind. Cause when I first started, mm. The mm-hmm. lights, I had to go climb behind the lights and hit the big 
toggle switch to turn yeah. them on. And then I'm having to also tweak the knobs to get it down the temperature to lights. And I was like, oh, that's 5,600 Kelvin. That's a little too hot here. I need, I need to <laughs> trim that back there. Um, so, you know, from a content creation standpoint, you know, it's so much easier to get things to automate your setup so that you can literally walk in and say, start my studio and have the lights come on and just get ready to go showtime. And yeah, so yeah. it definitely makes it easier. I do. I, I <laughs> yeah. And then I have some older devices to take an old fashioned remote, but you know, you know, that's fine. I can live with that, but I can change the colors of my lights very simply with an old remote, but I like having the automation. I literally, um, funny enough, I use these same lights for my day job uh, because I spend all day on teams and zoom. I actually like the company gave me one camera, but I'm like, Oh, that ain't good enough. Okay. I got to get my own. <laughs> I got to get a webcam that can do 4k. Have to. Um, have to. I, <laughs> so think you, like, I think you can see my, yeah, there, there's mine right there. So th th there's an Elgato face cam right there. I mean, yeah. I, I can't use the one that's built into my lap. I, I got oh, at least. No, it's terrible. Right. It's terrible. <laughs> but you know, if you're a content creator and you're just starting out, you get the cell phone. That is your point of entry. You start with that cell phone camera. It is a great camera. You know, the megapixels and stuff on these cameras now and phones, that is the, that is the starting point and then build up a following and then slowly invest, but you don't have to have that stuff day one. And that's one of the things I like to make a big deal about just hit record, yeah. just record, get started. That journey of a thousand miles begins with the first step. It's the same with content creation. That first video will not get made until you hit that record button and just go and you will tweak your lights. I have replaced these lights multiple times, but the other part that I find along the way is that you can buy cheap a lot of times. Keep talking. I know where you, you buy going. Nice Talk about this once. right now. Yeah. Say you that again. Buy nice once. And so I, I have, I try to be much more strategic in my investments now because I have bought a lot of junk Yeah. trying to get by and it was just too much. Hey, Dr. Elo, how you doing out there tonight, sir? Yeah. So, so let's, let's um, talk about that because again, a lot, lot of times, and some of this I'll be re repurposing on Amazon live and look, you, you can go on there and just search for lights, RGB yes. lights, and you'll get something that costs $5. You'll scroll yeah. down and you'll see something that costs $400. Right. And if you don't know brands, right. If you don't know right. Nanlite versus, versus Godox versus, knee work right right so all of these brands yeah. and, and then you see one that's only that, that five or ten bucks and you say, well, I, this is all i need right yeah. but you don't you don't know about uh color temperature you don't know yeah. about photo versus video lights you don't know right. about uh all of those things right in terms of if you're trying to get build out a smart home studio for content creation be it either video or be it photo you mess around and you buy the wrong thing you're gonna have flickering issues you're going to have incorrect coloring issues. We, we're not even going to talk about properly white balancing your, your, your cameras right now yet, folks. I'm, yeah. I'm, not going, I'm not going to do you like that yet. We, we'll, we'll talk about that for another session. We're, we're just talking about practicals and, and three-point yes. lighting and, 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 and air conditioning controls and stuff like that. But yet, yeah. by going on Amazon or shopping at these places, going to Best Buy or um, B&H and saying, I just want some lights to make my room pretty. And buying the wrong thing for the for the wrong job, it's gonna look oh, terrible. Yeah. It's gonna look terrible. It is. So, um, what what are you rocking in there? Let, let me let me. I normally don't ask people product stuff, yeah. but I, I, what, well, what are you rocking in your? I, 
Yeah, so I have two newer 660 LED RGB lights, uh, and but I wanted to have to get shadow boxes because I just okay. couldn't. My office, my studio is kind of small, and I just couldn't get. They were just too hot, and yeah. so um, I wound up having to put. Um, brain's not working. We'll say shadow boxes, but that's not what the term is. It's soft boxes. To, yeah, soft boxes. There we go. Thank you. I, I had to put covered, soft man. boxes on them covered. because they were too bright. I couldn't tune them down. Yeah. Um, but you know, you got that whole three that three light idea that people have mm -hmm. by having the key light and the backlight and that type of thing. Um, another great light that I, a lot of content creators have are the Elgato key light. Mm -hmm. um, that's a, that's a fantastic light. And if I had to do it again, I, I thought about it several times, so I want to buy these are on sale. Um, and they've been great. I, I use these things every day of the week for work and for this insane, really, really expensive hobby of content creation that I do. <laughs> um, and so it's been great. And, you know, and I've gone through, you know, different mics, different stages in mics. And so I've got a, you know, a sure MV seven now. Okay. Um, yeah, I have a, I have a zoom board. I could easily, um, I've got a zoom board and so I could easily do that is, you know, it's not a roadcaster pro mind you, but it, it, it's their version of a roadcaster. Yeah. And, but I go with simple, I go with just a USB mic and take advantage of the software that they, they put with it. Um, and so, you know, it works great. Look, I like it. it. Look, you, this you, is a very you get simple in setup. where you fit in brother, right? Listen, you get in where you, <laughs> and you, you sound amazing. You look amazing. Um, Back to what you're using in terms of the, the key lights, right? At, so are, right. are you using the Elgato's now or are you using Neewers? No, I'm using the Neewers right okay. now. I, so I, I like them. If I had to do it again, I'd probably go with the Elgato's because um, these have an issue where Bluetooth doesn't consistently work when you want to turn the temperature down yeah. or change the color. So sometimes Bluetooth will just say, you know, I don't feel like talking today. <laughs> and I'll have to, uh, but luckily I got them on my smart outlet so I can say, Ziggy, turn off Marsha. And now, now you turn Marsha off, ladies and gentlemen. Did you have to try more than once to get my attention? No, but thank you. She's so <laughs> she's so friendly, isn't she? Ziggy, turn on Marsha. Um. So yeah, this is George, and this is Marsha, and then collectively they're Roy's desk, and then I have other lights that are connected as well. Um but I disconnected them because I'm rearranging the office and I haven't put them back yet. So they're, they're not smart. They're dumb right now. I love that. I, I mean, so you've named them Marsha and George. That's cool. Yeah. I love Cause my smart vacuums, right? So I, 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 we have two story house and downstairs is Nate. I've named my Roombas after my kids downstairs is Isaiah and upstairs is Jordan. And, and I'm, and I'm yelling at them each time they go off, you know, Kids aren't here half the time, but I'm yelling at the vacuum. So I, I like your naming convention. Um, let, let me bounce back to those Elgatos. I had the Elgatos, and again, this is probably a uh, my fault being so early of an adopter with them. I had in yeah. issues initially with the connectivity to the Wi-Fi. So folks who may not know, the Elgato keys and the key airs actually also connect yeah. to your Wi-Fi network and you can connect and control those through an application or through a stream deck. We'll talk about stream deck here in a minute. I was yeah. having issues with either, either my five gigahertz or my 2.4 gigahertz. Cause I, I, mm. I separate all of my studio gear off of my home network. 
I actually have everything in here on the 2.4. I have everything outside on the five gigahertz. So the outside cameras, the out, all, all of the recording stuff outside, but in here, just the lights, just is that's all it is. Yeah. And here it's just the lighting. Yeah. So I don't need that necessarily on that faster Wi-Fi network, but there was something going wrong and I'm not very impatient for a person. So I couldn't wait for a firmware update or whatever the case may be. So I sold them, but I'm now all Godox in, in, in here. Really? I've got, yeah, I've got two ES 45, kind of the large plant panels, uh, with the, uh, the fusion, a diffusion going oh, cool. for for the two fronts and behind me i've got four of their tl60 light tubes they're about two and a half Ooh. feet so i've got those and they're rgb but again these are all video lights folks as opposed to photo lights or as opposed to just um ten dollar lights that you get on amazon you actually get you get the equipment for the right purpose so these are all video lights it costs a little bit more but i will put, put links to all of the equipment that roy and i are talking about kind of in the description yeah. so Look, we're only going to talk about stuff that we use, that we recommend, yeah. and that we would suggest you take a look at as well. We're not going to just recommend something that's out there because it's the most expensive or because it's on sale or, no. or anything of that nature. So it's only the stuff that's literally in this room that I'm going to make sure that we recommend. Well, I was um, going to say, I've saved you guys the trouble. I bought all the stuff that was on sale and it was garbage <laughs> and don't buy that. So, well, well, you and Victor, right here, he goes right. He, he bought 10 sets of lights before he finally settled on, on whatever he's using. So, and, and I know he knows what he's doing as well. He's probably got a killer setup going in. And he's in got his 12 studio. cameras. So, him and I you tomorrow know, this, night are talking guy. on my show about gear. And, you know, so anyway, he's keeping he the has... economy going, right? We're, we're just live, we're just in his world. We're, we're just watching him do what he does. Um, Let's, so we yeah. talked about lights, we talked about um, smart plugs, CASA, talked about TP-Link, things of that nature. Those yeah. are critical smart um, extension cords. I know uh, Steve Worthy was in the, in, the, in the comments. I was talking with him earlier this week about some smart extension cords uh, that are HomeKit enabled. I mentioned about the Elgato Stream Deck, right? Yeah. So again, yeah. automation within your content creation environment. Do you have a Stream Deck? I absolutely do. Talk I, about it. Talk about I, it. I, I'm, I'm going to put you full screen so you can talk about it. Cause it, this thing is no joke. Yeah. Cause if you don't oh, have one, is, if you're thinking about getting this one, is yeah. like the, the greatest thing I, this, this, yeah, the stream deck, of course, I'm going to tell you, you cannot buy a stream deck. That's big enough. It's not possible. So whatever size you think you want to buy, you want the next size. Trust me on that. <laughs> I 32 keys isn't big enough, right? No, <laughs> <laughs> They've got one with like four buttons. I'm like, who'd want that? So yeah. I'll go with 15. And then after I got the 15, why didn't I get the 32? You know, yeah. why didn't I get the one with more buttons? Uh, luckily, they added that paging feature. Yes. And so I take advantage of that. But on my Amazon wish list, I have the Elgato, the, the extra large one on the wish list. It goes on sale one day, or, or if Honey finds a deal on it, it's going to be mine. And I'll just sell this one. But. It, it added it adds so much to the process whatever software you run i run ecamm yeah. uh, you can automate the scenes you can automate switching between cameras you can literally have a mute button you can do go live you can end the stream it works with obs it works with final cut pro it's it has shortcuts for so many different applications that you use and you can use that as part of your workflow to speed up the process. I do video editing with Final Cut Pro and I use mm. my stream deck to like hit, you know, hit the B there to, to do the splice of the film. 
the video and so it just helps out there are use it to choose the outer and the you know the inner and the outer settings on a, on a frame that i want to mm -hmm. keep for the video editing but it also works with davinci so if you're windows or mac and you're using davinci resolve it has yeah. shortcuts for it as well it has yeah, shortcuts I, I use, for I use davinci so yeah I, i've got final yeah. cut pro as well but i have gravitated toward davinci within the last few months uh, I, don't, I don't just feels different but trying to teach myself something different. I, I, I know Final Cut, but I'm just trying to learn something yep. as well. But, um, So, I mean, that's, it just makes my whole process. So, you know, in the, on the, when you're content creating, when you're live or doing a video, there's this concept of pattern disruption. And there are some people that say, you know, the eight second rule, I think eight, eight seconds is a little too frequent, but there's some people say the eight second rule, something needs to change on the screen every eight seconds mm. to keep the viewer's attention mm -hmm. because they're watching the video. And if you're a boring talking head like me, then I need something to mix it up. So they will keep watching my right. boring talking head. There you go. And How so, about that? That there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh and that's it. You, you got to take that. me anywhere, it's, brother. Right. It's, yeah, it's I'm lower just, thirds. I'm you know, it's the lower thirds or your logo popped up in the corner or you change you, you hit a button on the stream deck that does a zoom in on you and zooms back out, you know, something to do a pattern disruption to keep people watching. And so the, the stream deck helps so much in that process for me. And so this is probably the second device I bought out of all the devices when I started, cause I started off with a lowly C920 Logitech camera. Hey, as my, nothing, as my nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong, nothing. Get in where, like I said, get in where you get in and start where you yeah. start. I, as, as you see, I'm a huge proponent of that as well, right? Changing and pattern disruption uh, from an exercise and training perspective, I always call it muscle confusion. So you see, I, I've moved you and I from left and right and, and have things flying in. And I, I, you're right, that matters. And I think that, again, keeps the yes. engagement, that, that keeps the attention, that, that uses both sides of the brain. Uh, using the Stream Deck just makes everything so seamless in terms of being able to automate your environment. I like the fact that you mentioned, and I was going to get into that, the fact that it's not just lights. It's not just triggers like having lower thirds pop up. It's actually also application shortcuts. So the Final Cut Pro and things of that nature. So it's, it's actually a plethora of things that you can do with a device like a Stream Deck. Now I've got the 32 key. So I've got the big fella and I've got the foot pedal. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you, hold on. See, now let me tell you, the foot pedal, yeah. the foot pedal is the truth. The, listen, I didn't think it was going to be, but I, I, I got, I'm down here and I'm, I'm using my, my feet right now and you don't know what's going on. It's the coolest thing since sliced bread, brother. Just go, go ahead, spend a little $89, get you the foot yeah. pedal if you haven't got it. I stand at my desk a lot too. So, so that, that's probably yeah. me. So, and it makes it very, very easy for doing that. But yeah, so I got the foot pedal going and that's, that's pulling up the comments and, and pulling up like that lower third that you just saw. So that right there. I, I was going to say, I, I want the foot pedal, but I can't dance. And I think you have to have some ability to dance to use the foot pedal properly. <laughs> I'm going to leave that. I'm not even, I'm going to leave that alone, but there we go. <laughs> Folks, you never know. Again, you don't know what you're going to get on these kind of streams when, when, when I come on live. We're giving you all kind of information here. If you had any questions for Roy, please put a cue in front of it because I'm old and I can't see things unless they pop by with some type of. I need someone like like uh, 
you know, Paul, Paul Duncan in here. I need, I need to, I need yes, to get some Mr. more people Moderate. to wrench. I need, I, I got a couple of folks that got the wrench. I need to get some more folks to wrench. Uh, Sammy, I see you, man. We're going to talk. Um, yeah. What was this? Victor says, I have the 32 at 15 plus the iPhone app. So you are excessive and I want to use, I want to use the iPhone app myself, but I am not a fan of subscriptions. Yep. And with the mobile app, you have to continue. What is it? Three ninety nine every month? Something like that. For the functionality. It's, it's up like that. Yeah. I Can't don't do like it. subscriptions either. And like, Can't give me, it. give me something I can kick. Yeah. Let, let me pay for it one time. And then if it gets better, maybe I'll pay for an upgrade, but don't keep asking me to pay for it each and every month. I, I think Elgato is missing an opportunity by yeah. charging folks because they, they come out with enough product and infrastructure, right? All of the mounts, all of the, the arms, all of the lighting, things of like that. So they, they've got a good business model, but charging me for the mobile app every month, I don't like that. Um, okay. Stream decks, lighting, yep. air. We, we, we talked around air, but I think, um, yeah, you got to talk about air too, because keeping your environment at the right temperature so that all this equipment, uh, look, that's why I'm down at the small window right now. I'm sweating here right now, even though I've got the AC running and I got the, the whole environment set at focus mode of where, you know, the AC is at 73 degrees, but I've got automatic, I've got fans pumping onto my cameras right now, just to make sure they don't overheat because this eight by 10 office right now gets it's it's 82 degrees in here right now i got i've got this big wow is alec here i've got the i've got alex camera (laughs) hold on yeah i'll pull it up i I was gonna say that that's that information that determines what mic you have because you have to have the (laughs) mic that won't pick up your ac and your fans running it has to be a mic that only picks up when you talk directly into it and so luckily this mic does as does the uh the one that you have um the sure sm7b um yeah yeah but anyway that's a great mic too but you know so that way i can run the ac because i have the ac running right now right as i'm on um and so far unless you've heard it i've never heard it on any of my recordings because no. this mic does such a good job yeah now the so, yeah. All, all, all the sure products all the road products all of the hiles Sammy's here. He knows I'm talking about warm audio. He knows I'm talking about Neumann. Again, it's one of those things you get what you pay for and you can actually configure and control external circumstances and noise gates and things like that. I was trying to get my mobile phone to show the camera, but since I'm running iOS 16 developers beta, I it's, it's acting flaky right now. So do as I say and not as I do don't install developers code on your primary devices, folks, even though you are testing, because it may break midstream. Um, what else we got? There we go. Mattel uh, Allen, good to see you, man. Appreciate you for joining. Listen, that man right there, my co-host for Team No Sleep, he just did an amazing show the other night uh, talking about college sports and college uh, recruiting and things like that. So he's creating content, building out his studio as well. I went to San Diego for Social Media Marketing World. Took this guy, wow. Mattel Allen, a suitcase full of gear. I took him... <laughs> I took him light stands. I took him uh, microphones. I took uh, all kinds of stuff. So he's building out that infrastructure as well. So I'm glad you, you're joining to hear this conversation about, again, building out your studio, making it a smart studio, smart environment, things like that. 
what else do you use, Roy? Because I mean, there, there's so much, but I, I want to at least have three things that we talked about, right? So again, we talked about yeah. lights, we talked about kind of hardware and infrastructure from a Scream Deck perspective, uh, smart assistants. But what else? What else are you using to control your workflow? Um, those are the biggest things. I mean, uh, I have uh, I have a Sony ZVE10, uh, so I managed to get one of those before there was a rush on them. Um, and this is a one of the greatest cameras I've ever used. Um, considering I, I started off with my cell phone and, uh, you know, a, uh, Logitech C920, um, it's the greatest camera I've ever owned, but I've had other cameras too, that, but just weren't worthy for content creation, the complications, you know, it's, you gotta, I've got a cam link, of course, you know, it's pretty much, I've bought so many of the garbage uh, capture cards, you know, for 25 bucks, you go on Alibaba <laughs> and you get the $25 capture card. Yeah. Yeah. Don't bother. Go ahead and spend a hundred something bucks and get the cam link 4k. Or if you're really doing game capture, you may want to buy the latest, mm. uh, capture device they came out with, but it's, you know, just makes my whole process so much easier. I, you know, I like this, this camera, you know, Ecamm has some automation capability. You know, I can do a scene. So I'll use my scenes inside Ecamm as automation because I'll have a scene where the camera is zoomed in and then another scene where the camera is zoomed out and, you know, again, trying to do that pattern disruption. And so those, you know, I used to have a lot more things automated with my Alexa devices around my desk. Like I said, I, I dismantled everything, so I've got to put it all back together. Um, but probably the, you know, the stream deck, this microphone, that camera are the three pieces that make this amazing for me, you know, and lights, you know, we'll talk about lights. You can make a bad camera fantastic with great lighting. If you have the lighting that yes. you need, you can make the the lowest of cameras look amazing. And so, you know, I, I do like being able to walk. And, and that's the other thing. A lot of content creators, every time they go in the room, they have to go set everything back up. So it's key to have that place where you can set everything up. And I like the fact I can just walk into my office and say, turn on Roy's desk and it's showtime. I'm ready yeah. to go. Everything turns on and I'm ready to go. And so that just makes life so much easier as a content creator to have everything set up. It's just a matter of turning on the camera and yeah. start. Let me ask you about this. And then uh, this just, just popped in my head when, when you stated yeah. that. Um, how is everything kind of attached to your desk? Are you, are you using tripods? Are you, are you using kind of an auto pole or are you using kind of the desk clamps, things like that? I'm using, I, I'm using desk clamps. Okay. Originally every, everything I bought came with a, a tripod. Yeah. Um, but they're pretty flimsy. So I built a custom desk. I, I went and got some steel pipes and kind of built it and I got a piece of remaindered wood and sanded it down and put it like a, it's some birch, uh, five eighths birch. That's real nice. And then, um, I bought desk clamps and then I have a, a mounting kit where I have three monitors on my desk. So, um, I've got two monitors. Well, I've got three monitors total and they're my day job. These two monitors on this side, join the party. And then the middle <laughs> one becomes the content creation monitor, you know, in, in the evenings when the work is over. So I love that's, it. that's, you know, and I can move these around and then so. It's yeah, it's a good setup. I I do wish the middle monitor moved more. It's more stable. So, um, so I had to sneak the camera through. I have a mounting bracket that brings the camera okay. through. So everything's mounted to the desk. I have a camera boom arm 
<laughs> so I have a second camera over my desk. Whenever I do desk shots, I use the old C920 for that. Um, I'm probably getting ready to replace that with a face cam, uh, Elgato face cam replaced with that. Uh, though my dream is to get probably like a, you know, a ZV, a ZV one and put there yeah. to use as my desk camera. Cause I think that's a great overhead camera and you don't have to buy any lenses for it. And for a fixed camera, it would be perfect for that. It's got a good zoom on it. Um, and so I concur yeah. because that's what's, uh, over my head right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that is a great setup and that's what, you know, um, I used to do a lot of unboxing videos. I haven't been doing any lately. I've been doing mostly tutorials. And so, yeah, I have, uh, the Elgato, um, Thunderbolt port. It's an element four. Yes. Um, I use it as my hub because I've got a Mac mini, um, with 16 gig and a terabyte of storage. And that M1 Mac mini is the bomb. When I do got to have it, you know, got to have everything it. I do, it handles it. It, never screams and never complains it just does it it's solid um so let yeah. me okay let me let me ask you i'm just gonna just throw my whole questions out from a runner show perspective because you you're, you're yeah. bringing in some interesting points that again I, I think that shouldn't be overlooked now the mac mini that you have is that solely dedicated to streaming content creation or do you it have is. multiple devices for um uh each, each, that each has its own purpose right I'm like, I'm saying, so that M1 Mac mini yeah. is that same one that you do all your, your, your final cut pro, uh, I, analysis yeah. on as well. Okay. I, I well, do all my content creations Mac streaming, mini. Though, yeah. Yeah. See, I had a, I had a 2015 13 inch MacBook pro, um, and I'd finally gotten final cut and you know, when it takes two hours to render a 10 minute movie, <laughs> it's like, yeah, this isn't going to work. So, you know, I've finally uh talked to the my financial consultant and she said yes go ahead get the mac and get the m1 mac mini and uh so yeah and then my life was better for it I, your your financial consultant is probably similar to mine you know i i always say i i, I wear the pants but uh she holds the belt so yeah there you there you go i'll just leave that right there right <laughs> no it's good it's good uh, stuff uh, let's see what just let's see Victor says. I, I couldn't I recently, do this without her. She supports me. She's awesome. Gotta have that. Uh, right? I've even gotta have gotten that. her to be on my channel, you know, so, um, she's been on some of the videos on the channel. So that's a lot of fun. She was here earlier, uh, you know, telling you about using the, the echoes to announce to the house. Hey, dinner's ready. So. Oh, was that? Oh, hold on. Is that right? Hold yeah, on. Let me see. That was here. Donna. That's my wife. So. Well, tell her to come back. Oh my God. No, <laughs> we, we want the real story. We, we want to know exactly what's coming in the, in the Amazon uh, yeah. shopping cart. I do have an Amazon addiction I've been working on. I, I'm doing the 12 step program. I think you have to buy this like a 12 safe things space. a month. It's okay. It's a safe space. Um, so yeah, you, you, you could talk. Uh, uh, I, I can't uh, look, I got one finger pointing at you and three pointing back at me because you know, before we went live, I, I had things in my cart as well. I'm trying not to get the gas, the gear acquisition syndrome that uh, folks like Mr. Worthy uh, is imparting on, on a lot of us. Yeah, I'm talking about about you. Hopefully you're still in the comments. But let me, let me, let me I guess, bring it back home with, with that statement right there, right? Yeah, we yeah. as creators uh, have. So we, we've talked about different pieces of our studio, and especially in terms of automating our studio. Uh, making our workflows more seamless, more to whereas 
that's not what we focus on. We focus on the content, we focus on the community, right. and we make sure that that's top notch. All of this stuff around us, that that's ancillary, and we want to make that as seamless and as, as automated and as carefree to where we don't have to worry about that yes. during the time that we're live. However, started with the C920. Now you got the ZV1. Now mm-hmm. you've got newer lights. Now, you know, right, you started with, you don't stay stagnant, right? We, as again, right. early adopters, we as technologists, we as content creators, we within the industry who are seeing ourselves as subject matter experts and evangelists or advocates, it just makes sense for us to continue to evolve, continue to level up, right? Next month, yeah, I got these ES45 from Godox right now. I may see something different that I want to get level up get these are pretty cool i, I, I don't know I, um let me, let me use another analogy uh, <laughs> something else to right to to continue to maintain and stay in front of the curve because if we're going to be looked at again as that technology evangelist or that subject matter expert to tell other folks who are trying to do the exact or similar things we need to know that no don't do that because those break when you have an android phone connected to yep. a five gigahertz network and if you're using uh, Netgear instead of TP, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. You, you, you can't really read that in a, an instruction manual and there's not going to be other YouTube videos. You actually have to talk to someone you trust and someone who's actually gone through the headache and the pain and, and gotten all the gray hair from, from going through the experience. So that's my rationalization for um, staying, staying active on Amazon. So, well, it's, it's that fine line. I, I like to look at when I, when I buy stuff now, I consider it a strategic investment. Mm. What's, what's going to move me forward. I mean, for example, I used to be an avid hiker. I want to get back into that and to buy the ultralight gear was really expensive. So yeah. every year I would buy one new piece of ultralight gear and add it to my hiking setup. And so every year my hiking was more productive because I bought something that made it better, lighter. And I was, I was capable of hiking a further distance because of that. So in my content creation journey, it's the same thing. You start with what you have. And then, you know, I realized early on, Hey, if I buy lights and I, I started with several, I had a giant ring light, one of the newer ring lights. That was what I started with. Yeah. Great light, but horrible. No, no automation whatsoever. You can't remote control anything. <laughs> great great on light, but horrible. <laughs> yeah. So if you need to fix something, you got to crawl behind the desk and, and turn the knobs on it and, and bring it down or it, you know, it's too much uh, glare. So I got to put the, the, the orange screens on it to kind of tone it down. Um, and then, you know, I found the newers and I bought those, but then they were too hot. So I had to put the, you know, the boxes on them to try to cool them down. Um, and then, you know, I bought the Mac mini because I was editing video because mm-hmm. live video does good, but my recorded videos do so much better on yeah. my channel. People yeah. are looking for something. They're doing a search how to this. Yeah. And so I wanted to make sure that when I did the videos, I had the production quality and I could do the videos quickly because I couldn't afford a 10 minute video to take two hours. Yeah. I just couldn't if I was going to do this and I was committed and I get very involved. Anytime I pick something up, I'm going to go to the nth degree and learn every facet about it I possibly can because that's just the way I'm, I'm all consuming. Uh, my wife would say I'm kind of the extremist. You know, the world is either white or black. There's no gray. I'm going to go to one extreme or I'm going <laughs> to go to the other. 
And so that's just where I'm at here. And so I am slowly building the studio that I want. Um, and I have a great setup now. I'm very pleased with it. Um, I, I did an episode back in January that talked about how much money I spent in spent last year getting started on this crazy journey. So it's got the, the Mac mini cost and all the things I subscribe to like, you know, Canva pro and, and, uh, you know, all these different things just having to go through so much to get to here. And, uh, but you know, now along the way I've learned, Oh, I don't need to subscribe to this or I don't need that. So it's time to purge and get just what makes sense. I love it. I love it. Let, let's talk about where folks can find you and find all of that information. So I got your, your channel up, but is, is this really kind of the, the go-to place for this, all things this is the go-to place. Yeah. Um, yeah. You go, well, you can go to tech troublemaker.live and it will automatically take you mm -hmm. to my YouTube page, or you can go search on YouTube for tech troublemaker and it will take you. This is, this is my primary focus right now is YouTube. Um, I, you know, it, I can't, you can't do everything well. Um, I am on other social platforms, but this is where my focus is. And so those other platforms, I try to drive everything toward the center, so to speak. And YouTube is the center of the, of my creation universe right now. I love that. And, love you know, until I, I, it doesn't make sense to go with Facebook and other platforms as a primary until I master this one. Um, because otherwise I'm just wow. giving you half effort for the other platforms is the way I feel about it. All right. You just opened a can of worms there and I'm going to take, I, I'm so you're coming back. Because that right there is something that I think we're, we're many of us are, I'm not gonna say struggling with, but are, are pondering, right? Right. We hear that, yeah, cut it up, put it out there, micro content, you got to be on TikTok. Why? Yeah. Uh, you you got to be on Snapchat. You got to be on all these different platforms. Uh, you got to do, if you do video, well, you got to do audio too, right? You got to chop it up, make it a podcast. Okay. Yeah. I, that makes sense. But uh, it's got to be on Instagram. It's got to be on Facebook. It's got to be at all these different places. But repurposing micro content yeah. doesn't mean copying content. So this exact live stream, I'm not going to push it to my podcast exactly the way it is. It's, there's going to be a little right. bit of editing done to it. You know, before I push it to an Instagram reel, there's going to be some some splicing and things like that. I want to bring you back and have that conversation. If, if you don't mind, I just roped you in, yeah. you're, you're coming. It doesn't matter. I'm just going to talk to your wife. Now, now I'm just honored. You got me. Now. You asked me to be here to start with. So <laughs> if you want me back twice, I'm doubly honored. So I tell you what, let, let's, let's do this. Let me ask you to answer one question before we go. And uh, Mr. Montel Allen is asking if on a limited budget, where would you suggest people start on building their studio? What should be the first purchase? The first purchase is audio. You can get by with your cell phone camera as a camera. You can take four or five lamps in your house and get the lighting to happen for your videos. But the audio, your viewers will forgive you for bad video. They will forgive you for bad lighting. They will not forgive you for bad audio. If it's scratchy or anything at all, they will watch 10 seconds and then they will bolt. And you've got to stop them from scrolling away. You've got to keep them there. And so, invest first in a microphone. That is absolutely the best investment you can make. Roy speaks the truth, folks. Tech Troublemaker is, is, is dropping gems and knowledge on you right there. Like I said, hopefully you got your pen and pad. 
Uh, or just come back for the replay and, and watch that section again right there, because that is the truth right there. Tina, thank you for joining us. You were, you were on the road. You're at the cafe now. Get it, get a you know, medium latte for me. Almond milk is my, my choice. But, uh, and, and a piece of lemon meringue. And see, there I go again, squirrel. Like I'm going all over the place. Uh, <laughs> hey, Tina, uh, how you doing? Thanks for coming by. See, see, I'm crazy. She'll she'll probably never come back when I'm here. But she's like, who is this crazy guy? Right? Oh, no, it's a great channel. Everybody needs to come here. So <laughs> I, you know, I've, I've watched a lot of your videos. And then when you asked me to be on, I watched even more to make sure, okay, I hope I, I, hope I do a good job here. So I, I need to you know pass the audition. So. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Listen, this this has been amazing. Just, just wanted to, again, uh, Put it out there, right? I never like to assume and I want to give people their flowers as we have these conversations. The stuff right. that you're doing, Roy, just matters. The stuff that you're talking about matters. And we spoke a lot of truths that hopefully folks take into consideration and, and take to heart because we've talked about privacy. We've talked about security. We've talked about platforms. We talked about what you should buy, what you shouldn't buy. Right. Yeah. Right. You, you can go out. I, I can put the Amazon.com site up right now and point you to some cheap old lights. And a $15 microphone. I can point you to a $15 microphone. This microphone right here that I'm using. So your microphone was $249, I believe. Yep. I had Because I had I the MB7. Right? <laughs> Is she listening? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Sorry. My, mine was $400. That's still not expensive when you really think about what we're doing. Heck, I'm, I'm looking at the, the Neumann. Neumann, uh, whatever that is. It, it's It's $1,600. The one that I'm probably, once I reach this next particular membership and, and, and a subscriber milestone that I've set for myself, I'm going with the Neumann. So again, there we go again, talking about leveling up, always trying to improve and always yeah. trying to have the right products. But again, um, get in where you fit in, get the stuff that, that resonates, start with that audio, kind of like Roy was saying, man, because again, folks will, will move off of you if you don't sound right. Heck, when I go right. to the gym, I don't even... I hardly listen to music. I'm listening to podcasts and I'm listening to my counterpart streams. I'm listening to your stream. I'm listening to Steve's stream. I'm listening to, you know, an Ash Borland and Walter Strong, things like that. So I'm listening to my counterparts. So if you don't sound right, sorry, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm moving on. Uh, what's coming up next, brother? Uh, I know you pointed us and talked to us about your channel, but what's coming up next? You got any series in, in terms of uh, what, what you're building, YouTube analytics? I see you did that before. You did a run of show. Anything particular that you've got coming up on the channel? Uh, this week's going to be gear. So I go live every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. Um, this week's episode is about gear for your YouTube channel. I'm going to have Victor on uh from basic nas and we're going to talk about well we'll probably talk about the 12 cameras in his house but uh but we're going to focus on uh basically what you need to get going with live streaming and just kind of more on that my my goal of late is to help people get started um then a uh, week after next it'll be an episode with tall boy to talk about uh producing a live stream producing a youtube channel producing shows for your youtube channel and then the week after there, there's going to be uh, a big week where I'll blow out about Canva and how to make all your lower thirds, how to make your background scenes and, and everything using Canva, how to make your channel art. I'm just going to really cover on that. There's some things that Canva doesn't make easy, and I've got some hack arounds to make it possible for you to make that channel art, for example. That's probably the hardest thing in Canva to make is that their 
they give you the dimensions, but they don't give you the location to put things to make it perfect. So subscribe to this man's channel, folks. All right. This man is bringing value and listen, uh, I, I'm going to be watching. I know, I know all the folks that you mentioned right there. You got, you got tall boy coming. Okay. I'm going to come there and just, yeah. I'm going to heckle from the back. I'll, I'll, I'll be there. I'll, I'll, I'll be heckling from the back of the room, but that, that, that's good, man. So folks, just listen, I'm going to put all of those links for Roy's content, his uh, YouTube, his Instagram, and yes, your Amazon author page as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to put yeah, that on well, there too. That, that book's a little old. I don't that's know if you, right. that's, uh, that book's from uh, back in the 3.x days of WordPress. That's, that's so all right. I, that's all right. <laughs> you, you've got an author page. I'm putting a link to. It's true. The, I have the, some the, other uh, books I need to get published. Roy just sitting around waiting. So It's all good, brother. I appreciate you, man. Listen, uh, thank you for everything you do again. I look forward to having you back on. Folks, if you found any value in this conversation, uh, share it with someone. If, uh, you didn't find value in this, let me know, right? So I can continue to evolve and continue to get better. And we will be back next week for another episode. But until then, take care and be good to yourselves, folks.